Stacey Brzezinski is the manager at the Nature Center with the Missouri Department of Conservation. Lots of January events. But, Lacey, do chickens, how long do chickens normally live? <laughs> oh, gosh, well, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Neither do I. It was like 21 sounds old for a chicken, but then we usually eat them before they are before they have a chance to get that old. Um, I had a well, bunch that I know I had for at least 10 years that were egg layers. Yeah. I mean, I guess if they're they're fairly well protected and you you do all the vet care stuff with them, I into their teens is a possibility. I've never taken a chicken to the vet. I just had I, them in a I coop and I I made sure they didn't have lice and stuff like that. I sprayed and and kept you know mouse traps, but yeah, we just took their eggs. Yeah. I did. I did kill the rooster though, because it kept chasing me and horning and 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 putting its its little uh, whatever you call him on his on his feet. He kept ripping ripping my skin off my bones, so he he had a death yeah. wish. But yeah, so there's that. Um, but I've never heard of a 21 year old chicken. Anyway, no. Well, and I guess that's why they're in the Guinness Book of World Records now. That's an old chicken. That was a spoiled chicken. That's an old chicken. All right. Yeah. So Lacey, you are always busy i would think for me when i think nature center i think oh it's winter everything's hibernating but that's not the truth no we stay pretty busy year round just all sorts of different things going and it's easy to fall into that oh it's winter there's you know nature's sleeping there's nothing going on all the leaves have fallen nothing's interesting Mm -hmm. no we still do a ton of programs there's still a bunch of stuff going on there's things that are still really active things you can see things you can do all sorts of stuff. Okay. Now, it's wabbit season coming up, right? It is. So, like, we have a, a basics of rabbit hunting program that's coming up. We've got a managing your land for wildlife landowners workshop coming up. So, if you've got some property, a couple of acres or a bunch of acres, and you're like, gosh, what do I, you know, what do I do with this? How do I make this better for deer or turkeys or whatever else happens to catch your fancy that's a fantastic workshop to attend okay well for me i don't think we should be allowed to kill rabbits because i love bunnies but that's just me but i i don't know how animals handle where do bunnies go in the winter i mean i see them every once in a while scurrying around looking for food but how do they not freeze to death all of that lovely nice soft fur okay well i want some then because I'm cold. <laughs> anyway, all right, so you, this workshop for making your land better for wildlife, a lot of people don't want it on their land because it eats their crops, it does this, it does that. You mm-hmm. know, do you help them know how to make one part more alluring so they'll leave the part they want them out of alone? <laughs> yes, and there, like, there are things that you can do to encourage the deer to be over here and not in your soybeans. Right. It's a hard to keep them completely out they will kind of go where they want to go but this can help and and you know uh, conservation easements and and crps and all of those things all of that can help because if they do have healthy habitats then they are a little less likely to be in your garden or your row crops or things along those lines yeah we don't like that it's been after harvest so now's the time where you know kids are getting out or people are getting out doing rabbit hunting you have a class it says here on what day is it so third on the sixth is there still time to sign up for that at the nature center 
There is. There might be a wait list on that class in particular, but you know what? Sign up for it because it helps give us some idea of where the interest is at. And we can always host another class or it gives you some idea of what's coming around. And so, oh, hey, next year they're probably doing another rabbit class. We are always doing a mix of, you know, kiddos and family programs and then hunting programs. And, and what do you do? Like you've gone out and you've harvested a deer what do you do with the deer meat now? Well, we have a venison stew program coming up on the 13th. So okay. that would be something that you might like to do. Plus you do fun things for families, too. I know you have a trivia night and other things that come up. Mm-hmm. Yep, trivia night comes up. That's January 26th. We've got several virtual programs. So if you're like, oh, it is it is too cold and it is too dark, too early to be getting outside, then, you know, you can log on from home and check out our virtual programs. Yeah, that that would be preferable. I don't know about you, but this morning, waiting for my car to warm up, that I winter can go away any time now. I'm done with it. Oh my gosh, I hate it so much. I know that you guys do a lot of winter outside stuff at a lot of different centers mm-hmm. across the state because you're not the only one, but we're lucky to have you. Yeah. Um, you do Operation Backyard Bird. Is that coming up? Someone told me about that. That is our Agents of Discovery mission for this month and next month. And what that is, that's an app that you can put on your smartphone or tablet or what have you. And it it's kind of like um, that Pokemon Go. Okay. It's still pretty popular. So, like, there, there's missions, there's little challenges and things to do, and it's, it is learning, so you're figuring out, you know, what birds do in the winter and what birds you might see in your backyard or in your close green spaces in the winter. So, yeah, that's up for this month and next month. So Monkey and I were watching a movie last night about a boy who founds an eagle that falls out of the nest and, you know, he's trying to raise it and they kind of are are buddies. And it's the cutest, most adorable, unrealistic (laughs) movie you've ever seen in your life. And now he wants a baby eagle. And I'm like, dude. You you, mm-hmm. know, you don't raise eagles like that. I mean, and if you do, that's the only thing you do. But I mean, it's movies confuse kids, and you can help set that paradigm mm-hmm. straight, can't you? Yeah, absolutely. And we have Eagle Days coming up that first weekend in February. So if you if you want some information on on what happened with eagles, what's going on with eagles now and you want an opportunity to see one up close, that Eagle Days in, in February, that's that opportunity. It's down at Puxico. So it's mm-hmm. a little bit of trek if you're up here in Cape, but not bad. We usually have World Bird Sanctuary out for that. So if you want to see something up close, that's a perfect time. You'd be freaked out if you saw how big they actually get because, my <laughs> gosh, those things are huge. Just their talons yeah. are as big as your head. Yep. All right. So <laughs> I know that you have really fun things that go on, but there are kids with special needs, um, can't handle <laughs> bright lights, loud noises, those sorts of things. And you remember mm-hmm. them when you plan your stuff. We do. So at least once a quarter, we have what we call Sensory Saturday, and it is designed to be a little bit less overwhelming. So we tend to keep lights a little bit quieter. There are several different um, kind of stations to explore, so it's very self-paced. And it's really it's open to anybody that wants to come by, but it is definitely an experience that's designed for kiddos or adults 
who struggle with some of the very overwhelming sensory inputs out there. Yeah, and and I think there are a lot more kids than people think. You know, they think this is a one in a million thing. It's really not. It's like one in a dozen. So there are quite a few kids mm-hmm. who could who could benefit from that. Do you have a pretty good showing? Do people come out? It sometimes depends on the weather and what else is going on, and yeah. it depends on what else is going on on that Saturday. Sometimes that can we're in competition with a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. But yeah, usually a pretty decent turnout coming earlier to that is better. So if you're thinking, wow, I really don't want to deal with crowds at all, come on the early side of that. It's usually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, And remember, they do have cool stuff for even the itty bitties. I know Little Acorns, I can't remember the other one. Babes in the Woods. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Us babes should have remembered that one. (laughs) 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 All right. So, but those are free, right? Yeah. All of our programs are free. So very, very rarely we might charge a little bit of a supply cost, but everything that we do is free. We're supported by that conservation tax. So our goal is to provide as much opportunity to everybody because everybody contributes to that. Mm-hmm. Just just, pro- just register for reminders because we're all busy. And, you know, the yeah. kids really do love this kind of stuff. It, you'd be surprised at how interesting a worm is to a little kid. You know, you're like, hey, a worm. They're like, oh, a worm. Um, it's Worms are cool. Yeah. I, I'm i not scared of worms. Worms. Are, the only thing, you you know how I am about snakes. Yeah. I <laughs> it's, yep. it's It's my, uh, uh, yeah, that's that's all I have a problem with. But the rest <laughs> of the stuff, I mean, it's fun to learn about it. It's fun to learn where they go, what they do, how they eat. How can a bear mm-hmm. sleep so long without dying of starvation? I mean, these are the questions kids ask their parents, and we don't know. So <laughs> right. well, you can tell them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So how do they register to to get alerts and become parts of your programs? So easiest thing to do is the website, which is MissouriConservation.org. <sighs> and then Excuse you're going to see um, events, which will show you what's going on all across the state. And then there's also a contact and engage, and you can sign up to receive newsletter either via email or text, either one. And then we send something out about once a week. It'll be a little bit about what might be going on or things that we have noticed, and then a lot of our program reminders through that. Yeah, and remember, most of it is free. So if you're looking for Mm -hmm. something to do that is truly fun and maybe even spur an idea of a future career for your child, um, these these programs might be the answer for you at the Missouri Department of Conservation Nature Center. She's the manager, Lacey Brzezinski. <laughs> thanks, Lacey. Yeah, thanks, fun. Happy New Year. You as well. Take care. Bye-bye.